This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Picture this. You're a street hood. You're a hoodlum. Patrolling around. You think you run the joint. You think you, you think you are tough shit. Sometimes you are. You're doing things that you shouldn't be doing. You're running around and you're snatching old ladies' purses and you're stepping on shoes and not saying you're sorry. You know, those two equal things. <laughs> and you stumble Excuse me, a- young man. <laughs> young man. You stepped on my Air Force Ones. Yeah, what of it, bitch? These are $300 <laughs> shoes. Yeah, you got robbed. Those are just, those are regular Air Force Ones. Who charged you a $300 for them? Really? Well, the guy at Foot Locker, but it was yeah. fo- F-O-O-O-T Locker. <laughs> yeah, you should have noticed something was wrong. Oh. Give me that purse. <laughs> okay. That's an Air Force One purse that was $1,400. <laughs> they don't even make those. You got robbed again, lady. You even well, robbed three times me- today. That the gentleman at Purse Locker was lying to me. <laughs> purse Locker. Listen, and so you move on from that lady. You just robbed her. You feel good. You're walking on the street. It's dark. It's an empty street. It's just you. You see one other guy. So you walk up to him. You're going to do your old, you're going to do your old, uh, do you have the time gag with him? Hey, excuse me, sir. Yes. Do you have the time? Well, I certainly do. It is. Five oh. Give me that wallet. PM. Ah. Huh. Stab, stab, stab. No, please. I was on my way to my daughter's wedding. Oh yeah. Your daughter's <laughs> wedding. Yes. Well, then I owe you a favor. <laughs> and so you patch yes. up the wounds real quick. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You owe me a favor now. Wait, I thought I just I gave you a favor. I stabbed you and I patched up the wounds. Oh, okay, that's the favor. Yeah, <laughs> but then you All see right. another younger guy walking down the street, and you think you're gonna get him. You walk up to him, and he's smoking a cigarette, and he's just as cool as you are. Hey, pal, you got the hey, time? Uh, what's up, man? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh five twelve. Give me that wallet. Wait, wait, out, oh, ah, oh, stab, stab, stab. Oh, you got me, you got me. But I still got your wallet in my hand, and you open up the wallet, and you take out the ID. You see, Riley Patterson. (laughs) Never underestimate the kicker. That street hood died that day at the hands of Riley Patterson. 17 points worth of stabs. And Riley Patterson went to that wedding and he got laid. By the bride. He married the he married the bride. (laughs) He married the bride. Because Riley Patterson doesn't have sex out of wedlock. No, 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 no. He stole her. He, he stole the bride. And then God they man. still had the reception, everything. Yeah, yeah. the dad stayed there. It was the dad who was recently stabbed, he stayed there. It was really it was pretty, beautiful. But the moral of the story is never underestimate the kicker. 
Welcome to Foosballs. Welcome, We're everybody. Back. Week eight or nine? Which one? Uh, week eight well, week is in the books. Eight, and we're week, looking forward to yes. week nine. Week eight is in the books. It was a it was a bookish week for the books. Uh yeah, it was a it was a weird one. Can uh, we start, a, can we start off with our fantasy breakdown? Now we have we are in multiple leagues. We do have our foosballs league. Yeah. I am not doing well in the foosballs league, but I mm-hmm. did get a win this week, baby. A much needed oh, win. Oh man. Would this be the sweetest possible win you could have this season? This this definitely could be, unless I make it into the playoffs. This definitely so, could be the sweetest win. From a personal standpoint, right? Like uh like you had this game circled on your schedule. <laughs> uh I didn't until I looked at it. <laughs> and then uh, Let's tell the people you beat Asan on Monday night. Uh-huh. You went in with thinking that your salvation would come in the form of Devonte Adams. I imagine. Yes, I was. I didn't even realize I had a kicker to to play. Still, I didn't even look at it, but I thought it was going to be Devonte Adams. Now let's just say this: Devonte Adams should have had a sixty-yard touchdown and a ninety-eight-yard touchdown. Because <laughs> yeah. he was wide open twice, They're just on two of the targets that he was not able to receive from our very attractive friend, Mr. Jimmy Garoppolo. Handsome, handsome man. quarterback arm. this year. Yeah. Uh, it's ugly. Both of yeah. But the 60-yarder was like overthrown, and the would-be 98-yarder was just thrown out of bounds. It yes. Was, and the amount of open that he was on both plays was crazy. I'm not saying I could have made those throws. Not with a regulation size football. That's always been Jimmy G's thing. Is yet because he does have a noodle arm, he overthrows guys because he overcompensates so much. Is that it? Deep balls. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say I could have made those throws. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. saying I could have done him with a youth football, I think, which is bad. I sh- Every NFL QB should be able to do things more with a real football than I can with a youth football. That's just I, my policy. I want to show you all something real quick. What was the um, like Nerf football that had the, the fins? Vortex. The Vortex, yeah. Yeah. Ah, it was awesome, man. The one can you imagine what Josh Allen that, could do with that? Was that the one that <laughs> used to whistle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was the best. This What's is that? a is a real Duke. There you go. I haven't shaved. I haven't put the shaving cream on it and the mud on it yet, so it's still very light skin. But this is a real this is a real NFL Duke right here. Wow! Bought for me for my birthday by me and Greg's improv teammate, Drew Singh. Really? Nice. Oh, yeah. Drew. That's nice. What, uh, what, what's the deal with the shaving the Saints cream? logo on it? Every team has their logo on it. That's cool. Uh, what's the deal with the shaving cream? I also had that question, but didn't want to oh, admit yeah, I didn't so know what you meant. How they wear in the the balls is like they they wipe them down with like leather oil, then they do a shaving cream treatment, and then they wipe them down with some sort of mud, hmm. and then wash them off, and and then that's what makes them like dark and like easy a little bit easier to like kind of grip though. Because this one's a Gripping. little bit like if you've slippery, ever, yeah, it's a little slippery. If you've ever like touched like a real NBA ball. Like it's hard to palm it. Like they yeah. they kind of wear them in a little bit, and you know get them get them ready. That, that real real true leather is always tough. But this is a, a real slick. Duke right here. 
I can make that. I can make those throws. We're going to see. We're going to see. I still pitch, and then people express interest or disinterest in this, that we have an off-season foosballs episode where we have like a punt, pass, and kick competition. Oh, yeah. We're going to do that. We're going to do combine. We're going to do passing drills. Yeah. Yeah. We all have to try to do the the Zach Wilson throw. (laughs) Which one is that? It was the one that like basically got him locked in as the number two pick, and then everyone started doing it. It's like um, you like play action, roll out to your left, and then throw it to your right deep. Oh shit, that's insane! There were a lot of (laughs) we got to do it. I will say for the bad quarterback play this week, there was some very good quarterback play too. Um, Lamar Jackson. It sucks. So the, the Steelers had a rough week. I mean, hold on, hold on. Hold on. As somebody, as a Lamar Jackson uh, owner on my fantasy team and played you, uh, True. Lamar was fine. I, I, I mean, <laughs> on specific plays is what I was going to talk about because. I mean, he got, he netted me 11.98 points. Uh, got the W. So. Got the W. <laughs> well, you didn't get the W. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I didn't someone get posted a great angle of his throw that he makes to Andrews for the touchdown. That was just crazy. I think I said it to you guys where he's like off balance and just kind of side arms it. And then someone posted another great uh, breakdown of Joe Burrow's like insane processing prep. Uh, then escapes from a sack, then throws a dart on the run. And just seeing both of those in the AFC North while I have to watch the Steelers offense was very depressing. <laughs> Yeah. For some reason, yeah, that Steelers game looked. Rough. For some reason, the Joe Burrow clip that I'm referring to is scored by an instrumental version of that. Uh, guess who's back? Back again, yeah. which I think was when Eminem was in that band <laughs> D12. With that, yeah, D12. That was the uh, that was his group, his his big group that he started. He went solo first, yeah. and he brought all his homies on. Look, yeah. man, I, I'm sorry to both of you. My favorite team got a dub this week. Well needed. We are now tied for first in in the conference yeah. with the Atlanta yeah. Falcons because they took a L. They Who'd took you guys a fat beat? ass L, huh? Who'd you guys beat? We beat the Colts. We beat the Colts. Hey, I haven't been awful lately. Not no. awful. Not awful at all. Um, it was a it was a good convincing win. And it was in Indy, right? It was on the road. Yeah. How uh, did Pittman do for you after the trade? Good. Good. Pittman got me a lot. Pittman got me some good points. Let's see. He what did I get? What did I get with Pittman? Let's go back to week eight. 18. 18. Pittman got me 18 points. And that's... Evan Ingram got me 16. Aaron Jones didn't do much. Je- uh James Cook didn't do much. Devontae stank up the joint, but it's not his fault. I did have uh oh no, my other league. I I had Burrow on the bench. And I was hoping that Jared Goff could come through. And he did fine, but wasn't great. I need yeah. to tight end for next week. Um, the big headline from the Foosballs League this week, though, is that Hayes has finally been defeated. Who brought him down? Sean, if oh, I'm wow. not mistaken. So wow. Emotionally. By, by 40 points. So the current standings, Hayes in first, me in second, uh, listener Steven in third on a points advantage over Sean, who's in fourth. Those are the only teams with winning records. So eight teams at 500 or below. So I think even if you're, I mean, Ryan, you're 
two, two games out of fifth, though. Two games out of fifth. So, like, there's a lot of season to be played left. Yeah. My, uh, yeah, this team's driving me nuts. <laughs> Shit, you want to talk fucking... about getting driven nuts? My team is driving me absolute batshit. Devontae Adams is my number one guy. I took him very early I, on. Yeah. He was the best receiver available at the time. You know, this this year has is the first year that I have put into question my fantasy strategy of drafting a wide receiver first. Now, I know people, everybody thinks they got a good strategy, but it all comes down to luck in this shit. I do believe that my strategy to draft wide receivers first, because they're more durable, because they usually rack up enough points. That, that if you can get your hands on a good wide receiver in that first round, I always say take one. Devontae was my best option available. I think at the like, I mean, I'm sure we're now seeing there there was probably somebody else that I could have taken after him, but in that moment, he was the best one to take. He is not proven to be he's had a couple good games, but it's been rough. Yeah, he was your second round pick, and he was definitely at that point like a pretty he was definitely like probably the top player available. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you got A.J. Brown in the first round. A.J. Brown, yes. A slam dunk. Yes. Oh, man, he's absolutely been unreal. Great. I mean, I gen- generally buy into the running or to the wide out first thing, too. And this year, I let myself get talked into the idea of bucking that trend. And all three of my teams, I took running backs first. Um, so I wouldn't regret it, Carl, because unless you got McCaffrey... I think you all the top are, running backs have really disappointed yeah, outside of McCaffrey. Yeah. I mean, Chubb obviously not his fault. Yeah, it's Eckler, a little his fault. Eckler's been good when he played, but he's missed half the game so far. Like uh Bichon, going in, Bichon, Bichon's falling off. Bichon has been a disappointment all year from a yeah. fantasy perspective. He's yeah. like good like, for one like good cut or kind of like wild play that Twitter goes nuts for. And then mm-hmm. his final stat line is like 14 rushes, 37 yards. It's almost as if the <laughs> Falcons would have been better served to use their top 10 pick on another area of their team. <laughs> like Jalen Carter? Yeah, like maybe this potential rookie of the year next Aaron Donald type guy would have helped them. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) What do I know? know? My daddy didn't invent FedEx, so what the fuck do I know? (laughs) Wait a minute. Invented UPS. Invented UPS. Whatever. I don't have to. (laughs) I don't owe him the truth. (laughs) My dad invented UHL. (laughs) The United Hockey League. Wait, what's the DHL? DHL. What's the my joke? The Detroit Hockey League. Yeah, my dad. Uh, my we dad got we got a UHF. couple of tra- oh, yeah, UHF the radio, <laughs> the Weird Al thing, the Weird Al movie. Uh, we got we got a couple of trades. None of these really stick out to me except for uh, real trades. Yeah, real yeah. trades here in the NFL. Chase Young Sam- one is nuts. Chase Young has Chase. Am, am I tripping? Has Chase Young not been good? No, he's been hurt. He's been hurt, oh. but he's been good when he. But he's been good when he plays, right? Yeah, like his rookie year, he was awesome. I, he looked like um, what Micah Parsons has become—just like generational talent. Truly, a guy you can build your team around. He was also he stepped in day one as a rookie and was like the leader of that team, like super vocal, like a, yeah. a great rah rah teammate guy. 
and then he got hurt and then he sounded like he just he lost a little bit of his um love for the team if you could imagine something like that happening in Washington oh, in Washington what? in Washington <laughs> the commanders not loving the commanders not loving being on the commanders are you kidding me i don't believe it. I, I refuse I to believe i think if if i'm playing there i wake up every morning i kiss my daniel snyder fat head on the lips mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right next to my bed drive 11 say, hours to the stadium Yes, Mr. <laughs> Snyder, today I'm going to win for you. And it answers back, thank you, my son. Yeah, <laughs> it's enchanted. Thank you, my boy. Yeah. You know, my dad invented F- FedEx. <laughs> Did he, Mr. Snyder? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That one's a big one. They they he, They sent him to San Francisco, which is... For a third, right? A third yeah. or fifth? That's bananas to me. It's, it's crazy to me that Bontez Sweat went for what's second. going to be a very high second round yeah. pick. Like, um, the Bears the just did, redid their Chase Claypool thing. Now, no doubt, no doubt, Montez Sweat is better than Chase Claypool. Yeah, well, but yeah, there's, there's the gallant curse. For now. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in a Bears uni and you'll never know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with it just because they've got so many needs to fill. And and James Mastriani told us today that the thinking is is that it's not a great edge rusher class coming up in the draft. And so Montez Sweat, for a high second-round pick, is going to be better than anyone they can get at that point. And they've got money to spend. So I'm not as mad at it as the Chase Claypool one because that was the the writing on the wall was you could tell right away that that was going to be a disaster. Um, well, also, like my counterpoint to that, and this is this doesn't apply if there was like another team in the bidding that was going to take sweat in a trade and then give him a long term deal. But if there was no other team in the running and you're the Bears, you can just, like, Sweat ain't re-signing in Washington. You could just sign him. They have a ton of cap space. You could have maybe just gotten him in the offseason for the same big contract you're going to give him now. It's not like having these eight games is going to do you much good and kept your pick, so I don't know. I would imagine that there was probably other other. You're right, offers. maybe. Yeah. It just uh, feels like... That's got to be the... Clearly, that has to be the best one, that, that second-round yeah. pick from the Bears. Do they probably care that much about that second round pick considering they, they got like the first and the fourth pick next next draft? That's what I'm thinking. Like they're going to be able to True. probably get a new quarterback and then get either a Marvin Harrison Jr. or an Olufashanu, like a, a stud left tackle, and yeah. they'll be good to go. Um, Cooking yeah. with Crisco, baby. Uh, All right, I withdraw my but, point. But, the Bears are smart. <laughs> <laughs> Time and time again. (laughs) Uh, But I would think that I would rather have Chase Young. Like Chase Young for a high second round pick makes way more sense to me just because the potential is insane. Yeah. He's like one of the best defensive end prospects ever. What's his his, uh, injury? I think he had an ACL. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's a killer. It's a killer. And then I think he had one of those weird torn pecs. Oh. He's pulling on his titty too much and he's pulling on his titty. <laughs> suck this motherfucker. You gonna suck this mother? But he he didn't know his own strength. You yeah. gonna he suck this mother? Oh, ah, <laughs> he should have tied it up. That's why yeah. you gotta tie your titties. That's why you up. gotta hashtag tie them titties up. He was so you frustrated. You gotta tie them titties up. 
he was so frustrated with his ACL injury, he really went to town on his titties. And <laughs> <laughs> I know that's why you need to. It's like being put in a straitjacket for your own good. It's like when a, when they put a cone on a dog after it gets neutered. Like when you tear your ACL, you need to have your titties tied up, or you will rip them. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's the fault of the people around you who didn't take preventative steps. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have good people around you. I'm going uh, on a lecture tour of all the major colleges and NFL teams to talk to their training staffs and tell them <laughs> about tying up titties. My boy, Joshua Dobbs, is a Minnesota Viking. I do not like the Vikings. I do not. But I like Josh Dobbs, man. He's moved around uh, a couple of times. That dude, you know, imagine the, the apartment complex. Imagine if you live, like sometimes when I'm walking out of my apartment complex, and I'm like, imagine if if I was like an NFL player, like I would still live here. Like, yeah. if, especially if I wasn't like a if I wasn't like the man, like oh, if I was Carl, just like, I guarantee you've got a nicer apartment than Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah. In San Francisco. Oh, that, yeah, dude lives, yeah. that dude lives in the Tenderloin. He got a roommate. He's got yeah, a, roommate? a teammate. Like yeah. the practice squad dude, I think. That's crazy. He That's should have crazy. had a commercial or something by now, though. We can get Brock Purdy in a commercial, can't Where we? Where do you think he lives? you think he lives in, in like, Daly City? I think is I that- read that he lives not too far from – I think the stadium is pretty close to their, like, practice facilities. I think he's in that general area. Like Santa Clara? Yeah. yeah. What if he's you just in, in the dorms at Stanford? <laughs> you know what I read? He's in the dorms at Stanford, and his roommate is Dim Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. And Dim Sam Dim is always Sam. late on rent. Yeah. Yeah. Dim Sam is GPA is not good. <laughs> yeah. Because he's trying to like dig for gold. It's like, my man, just get a job. Yeah. 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 Like, stop trying to dig for gold. That shit is gone. He's really bad at cheating. Like, he uh, he just copy and paste straight from Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> always, it's always got like those about- citation numbers on there. He's like, most successful Stanford grads drop out and start a company. It's like, shut up. You're not going to Silicon Valley, Dim Sam. It's not happening, Dim Sam. Your (laughs) eyes are so close together. (laughs) You look like Arthur Smith and that guy from that family guy scene. Oh, yeah. I have to draw you. Draw you. Some of these are old. Miko Hardiman. Contavia Street is a Falcon. Who? Uh... Donovan Peoples Jones is a lion. Donovan Peoples yeah, Jones is a lion. Yeah, I just got that right before we started. Surprise! He's pretty good. He makes splash plays. He yeah. reminds me of Rashid Shahid. Yeah. yeah. Another like person it's... I had on my bench in every single league. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about with you guys. Playing, and, and we're we're bouncing around a little bit, but playing it's fantasy with your brown with your with your mind versus with your heart. Mm. Mm. I thought yeah. about this recently too. Yeah. So Rashid Shahid is a rookie on my boys, the New Orleans Saints, and he is a splash play guy. But he has had a few splash plays this season. Ooh, he's he, had he better had, games. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say he he the other night I shouted out his line and said that's the most Rashid Shahid line ever. Like and he's proven me wrong. <laughs> yeah, because this yeah. week he went. Oh, what he, he went nuts. Wait, why do I not see him on your team, Carl? He, oh, he, you had I, him on different. I have, teams, I have him in three in the other three leagues I'm in. I have him. 
I missed him in this league. Somebody picked him up. But uh, he, I didn't play him in any of those other leagues. And and he would have helped me in every single one of them. And I was just like, I have to start playing it. Like, because it feels like when I when I put him in, he doesn't get a splash play. Never. And we lose yeah. to the fucking. And then I leave him on the bench, and I look up, and he's got eighteen points, nineteen points, twenty points, twenty five points. Like because yeah. he he's got five five catches for two hundred yards or whatever. I mean, this is it's tough. I mean, it just kind of depends on it, this your other options. But because yeah. boomer bus guys will kill you. Yeah. But it's fun to root for him, especially three when they're on your catches, team. Three catches for 153 and two touchdowns. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's absolutely nuts. Here's what I'll say, though, for playing with your heart. that My advice, and this is not about winning at fantasy. This is about mental health. <laughs> if, you have a guy, if you have a guy on more than half your teams... You got to play him in at least one league. One of the league, week. yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if yeah. he's benched across the board and goes off, you will be so mad. Yeah. This happened to me with Tyler Boyd last year. I remember I was like, "God fucking damn." <laughs> yeah, benched him in every league. Lost, lost all of. No, won one of the games because Gibbs. Gibbs went off. We finally got a good yeah. Gibbs game. We got two good Gibbs games in a row. Yeah, triple oh, G. What, a good Gibbs game. This is what I wanted to bring up. All right, my team in. Uh, Foosball's League, 6-2, second place, feeling pretty good. I've got Eckler, Gibbs, Moster, and Achan. But I'm wondering, is now the time to sell high on Gibbs and or Moster? Because Gibbs has had two great weeks in a row. But Montgomery is coming back soon, I think. I don't think Gibbs is giving that job up. I think now he's hitting his stride. I think he's going to be the guy. I think he's too dynamic. I agree that that's what should happen. <laughs> I just worry these coaches have these loyalties to these vet running backs that boggles my mind. Oh, obviously, dude. it's insane. Obviously, Gibbs is more. T- well, Gibbs on a bye this week. But, and then here's my thinking with Raheem Mostert. Last two weeks, he's been okay. And just. Barely okay. Six points, ten points. So not like goose eggs, but not great either. Um, and I'd both be curious. Time- Go ahead. Go ahead. Both times he was getting basically nothing going yardage-wise. This week he got a touchdown and then some garbage yards at the end and the week before. It's- it also was like, oh, at halftime. I mean, he also had a week a few weeks ago where he had seven carries for nine yards. And then it was the day was salvaged by three catches for 36, giving him five fantasy points. He's had, and then Achan comes back soon. Like, is it time to sell on Moster? I would, you know, I'd be almost kind of curious from a, I must be curious. Like, I bet you could get more for Achan right now than Moster. Achan's coming yeah. back? Uh, he has like one more week of IR, I think. Let me see. I mean, Achan's been, amazing like what he showed in those two weeks was incredible but he's also missed he misses the first week he's gotten hurt a ton like there's definitely but he was a healthy scratch the first week wasn't he Mm-mm. no he was oh, coming he was off hurt. Uh, injury i think he missed like almost all the training camp well here's um, what i'm here's what i look at with hn so he has one more week of ir against kansas city oh, um, no. 
<laughs> then a bye week. So you're not playing him for two more weeks. But then after that, say he comes back then. His next two games are against the Raiders and Jets, who are both top 10 most generous defenses to fantasy running backs right now. Then the Commanders, Tennessee, and then Jets again, who are obviously top 10. So it's a, he could have a run when he comes back. But again, if he stays healthy. But it's not like Mostert is an embodiment of staying healthy all the time either. This is like no. the healthiest season he's ever had to get halfway through. No, you almost want to keep... Yeah, I mean, yeah, you almost want to weirdly keep both of them. Yeah, <laughs> so just in case. I know. Just yeah. have the insurance. You know uh, who you want? You know who you want, I think? Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. <laughs> That's who you want. I yeah. think if you want him, if you drafted today and had, uh, if you could go back in time and tell yourself with the number one pick, would you tell yourself to pick McCaffrey or Tyreek? McCaffrey probably, right? Tyreek. I got Tyreek in another league and he gives me 20 every week. He's awesome. And that I is not a, I got him in a non PPR. I've got I, McCaffrey in a league and it's pretty sick. Because um, I think then if you pick your next picks at 24 and 25, you're more likely to get a decent wide out next to McCaffrey than you are to get a decent running back 24, 25. You know, very true. If you took Ty, Tyreek. I mean, I mean, but just straight numbers goes in our league. Uh, Tyreek Hill is the highest scoring player. That's true. In fantasy, so. Well, even higher. Numbers. Does that include quarterbacks, though? I mean, there's yeah. probably. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Top Speaking three. of quarterbacks, your quarterback, your favorite quarterback, Mr. Ryan Meharry, yeah. screwed me over this week. <laughs> me too, man. <laughs> In a few games. Uh, I mean, uh, damn. I was. I've not been that livid after a game where I was just pacing, just violent, just so fucking mad. And I know as a Chiefs fan, I don't really get to be mad too often. Like, uh, I don't get to, like, I have no reason to complain, but I was, that game was so infuriating, man. I hate so many of our players. Just, I hate them. I, I fucking. <laughs> Who? Name names. Name names. Sky Moore, man. I, I hate you. Yeah. Like, you. You caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. You had a nice punt return and a key moment in the AFC Championship game. And so you've got like a small little tiny place in my heart forever for that. But overall, I hate your guts. <laughs> I wish you would just go away and I never had to see you again. Um, you're so annoying to me because you never, you don't do anything right ever, ever. Oh, it, it is amazing worst. how guys who like, there have been guys on the Steelers who like, I acknowledge that this guy has done good things, but. Like, we had a wideout named Mike Wallace that I just fucking hated. And it just seemed like whenever you needed him, he had hands of stone in the biggest moment. Well, we have this guy now that I hate, this, this like, white punt returner we have named Gunner. Saluski? Oh, my God. So Saluski? Makes a mistake every time he touches the ball. I hate him. Yeah, I've heard he's a name that, like, somehow, you know, just through the algorithm when Steelers Twitter shows up on my timeline. Uh, everyone's calling for his head. They fucking the, the whole city hates that guy. Well, you know what it take. You know how bad you have to be for Pittsburgh to hate you as a white punt returner. Yeah, <laughs> name, you got to be fucking. Your name is be the fucking hero. Yeah, your name is Gunner Azluski, and I they know, hate you in yeah. Pittsburgh. And you're a white you're, wide receiver. That's insane. Oh, 
if you were, if your name was like Petey Pierogi and they still hated you in Pittsburgh, <laughs> you'd be in trouble, man. Carl, who's your saint? Who who is a saint that you have hated besides Mother Teresa? We all know about your beef with her. Mother Teresa, Saint Nicholas. She doesn't uh, deserve sainthood. <laughs> Little saint from Hardball. Uh, Kanye West's son, saint. son. Kanye West's son, Saint. Saint West. Uh, nah, I think. Let me think on that. Somebody who, I mean, Foster Moreau a couple weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> before you knew, before we knew, yeah, and only slightly less so after. Yeah, yeah, slightly less so. Uh, just on the football field, I don't know, man. Who? Oh, I'll tell you, I got one for you. A saint in the history of the saints that I've hated, that I have absolutely hated. Yeah, none other than cornerback Eli Apple. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's not a human being on earth that likes Eli Apple. Yeah. <laughs> that I imagine son of a bitch. There's a few fan bases that feel that way. Definitely the Giants. Chiefs fans hate him. Oh, Was he a Chiefs- Bengal? Bengal, yeah. He talked so much shit as a Bengal uh, past two years. Chiefs fans can't stand Eli Apple. Bengals? corners something goes in because i just think about pac-man jones all the time <laughs> remember when pac-man jones had to do that video apologizing to antonio brown because he had when brown got literally his personality knocked out of him by Vontez perfect in that playoff game yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then brown or pac-man claimed he was faking it and then like a week later <laughs> no i don't remember this oh yeah he claimed he was faking the injury to get the flag. And then a week <laughs> later, when Brown didn't play in the next round playoff game, Pac-Man posted a video from like his front yard where he was just like, my bad, man. Uh, I thought you were faking it. But uh, if you're skipping this game, I guess you weren't. So my bad. Pac-Man. Just give the guy the benefit of the doubt if he's yeah, unconscious. Yeah, you know? At that time, you could give Antonio Brown the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the very last time. That was yeah. the moment all that was... All the benefits went uh, <laughs> right out the window that day. Man, oh. he was so he was so was, good for a minute. Who yeah. Antonio Brown? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was like amazing. a two-year span that he was just two of the ten highest fantasy scoring seasons by anyone ever. Like you know? casually, like putting out like eighteen hundred yard seasons. Hundred thirty catches, craziness. Yeah. The route running. It was the route running, man. Yeah, I mean, I had a, uh, I had a, a, a him on my fantasy team, and I had some success with him on my fantasy team. Ooh. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I, I think it was him. They had him go on that. You remember that sports science show uh, yeah. that they did for a while? I think they had a B run. I think it was a B. They had him like run his routes blindfolded, and he was still accurate with to like landing in the right spot within like a couple inches or something like that. Cause he just had like the muscle memory of his route running was so precise. That's wild. Crazy. Hey Greg, can I guess the Steelers a... player that you, you hated? Yeah, go for it. Richard Mendenhall. Yeah. Oh, I've already <laughs> talked about this on the pod. Oh, have you? <laughs> but it's bitter. Cause then it became bitterness that he retired and became a more successful team. Oh, that's right. that's right. <laughs> he was working on ballers. I was, I was like a staff writer, and he was like ESC. This is inside baseball for people who don't know. 
who don't know low-level uh, Hollywood <laughs> writing lingo, but I was like, motherfucker, yeah, look, I, li- I didn't dislike him. I mean, he, he had that tough fumble uh, in the Super Bowl. He went, he was part of the, like, pipeline of guys who went and played for Arizona after playing for us because of Bruce Arians, I think. Like, oh, he yeah. went and played a year there. It was like Marcus Gilbert and a lot of those guys that would just go, uh, I want to say... Go retire in Arizona? Tim, yeah, pretty it's much. Like something, it's like something Pittsburgh people would do. Um, but yeah, he... Uh, and then I was jealous of him. I actually, like, honestly recently, like, thought about it, and it was like, he fell out of love with football, and he liked tv and he wanted to go and i'm like you know what fucking good for him actually like i'm happy for him but there was a time when i was very anti-mendenhall yeah i just imagine he was somebody that would be frustrating to cheer for yeah when you have a first round bust rookie running back or first round bust running back it sucks you just like you instantly oh you don't stand him <laughs> Not hey man, Harris, man. I got one too. Can we go back and play from the first episode when I tell people not to take Najee Harris? I want that on my tombstone, man. You did. I you vid- did say that, and I and I, I took him. I took him, and he has not been good for me. Uh, or or in real life, to be honest. Yeah. See, our team's great. We like our running backs to run four six forties. I know. Yeah. We well, want man, them to hit that hole as slow as possible. C- c- because Le'Veon Bell made it work <laughs> because he was just dancing around waiting like a point guard, waiting for like a lane to attack Something to get to, to the yeah, rack. To pop and it turns out not everyone can do that. No, it's a very unique skill set that he had. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, was that the year after you guys won the first Super Bowl? You took him with like pick 32. That was our, that was our luxury pick. Yeah. Uh, uh. Straight from Roger Goodell's basement, he announced uh, the 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 Clyde edwards Alaire pick, and then oh, right, uh, and then next day, pick number one, uh, day two, was uh, T Higgins, and boy, man, we could really use us some T Higgins, right yeah, now. I bet. yeah. <laughs> you can never look back at the guys drafted after. Uh, let me look right now. Let me see who got drafted after Najee because it's going to drive me crazy. Carl, who's a big Saints draft disappointment lately? Lately? Uh, let me look at our last few draft picks. I'll tell okay, you. Trevor Penning. Did that, yeah. This, yeah, Trevor, Trevor, whatever his name is. Trevor Penning. Yeah. I don't even know this guy. But uh, I, I, I like the Brian Breesy guy we got. Yeah, is he doing well? Yeah. What yeah, Trevor Penning. Oh, Trevor Penning was the guy that was like super crazy. That we were like, oh, this guy's a nutcase. <laughs> yeah, uh, he'd watch and- like like snuff films before games and stuff. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, He's- all right. Look for Najee. Even if we had had to have taken a running back, the next pick was Travis Etienne. So that would be nice. Yeah, but you you we- never know. We is, tried is, to get a. What do you think the problem is with Najee? slow to be honest he's slow and he's got bad vision and he's got a bad line because we've been using our first round picks on running backs (laughs) yeah i mean yeah also the next pick after that was greg newsom the corner who i think's been pretty good for the browns we just tried to get a corner in a trade today and it fell through i was really excited our corner is a big weak spot for us yeah 
another thing that gets me so pissed off about Sky Moore. So that draft, I was such a big George Pickens fan. Like he was my favorite yeah. receiver. I was like, dude, please just get this guy. He's so fucking awesome. He's just let Mahomes throw that throw up there and let him high point the ball and just make crazy catches. It'll be so fun. Second round comes around. Chiefs pick. It's there. Pickens is on the clock. And then that little uh, the little uh, uh, draft ticker thing comes up. Trade. Chiefs trade back four picks. Uh, picks come. And then right before the Chiefs pick, it's the Steelers. And Pickens is still on the board. And they take Pickens. And the next pick mm. is Sky Moore. And so... And then the other pick that we got from trading back, we took Darian Kennard, who's just been a fucking pud. Like, he can't do shit. <laughs> Wasn't that the same draft where I desperately wanted the Steelers to get Creed Humphrey, though, and you guys got him? That was the year before, so that was the our comeuppance. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or two years before. Yeah. Uh, yeah imagine yeah, Pickens, on the, Pickens and Mahomes. Be fucking I, unreal. Unreal. Yeah. If, if I put Pickens on the Chiefs, and we started a draft right now for the rest of the season, would you take him in the first round? Say that, say that again? If Pickens got traded to the Chiefs today and you drafted a new fantasy league for the rest of this season, how high would you take George Pickens with Mahomes throwing to him? 12? Pick 12? Yeah. Mm, I'd say probably maybe back end of second round. Okay, all right. But yeah. much higher Where, than he went. Yeah, yeah where'd y'all take him at? In the fourth? Where did I take Pickens? Yeah, probably fourth I've or got fifth. No, he fell later than that, actually. Yeah, I've got Pickens in like four leagues. I've got Pickens in so many leagues. I've uh, got him in one. I, I got him pretty late, too. I just have him, I haven't paid as close attention to his fantasy output because the league where I have him is the league where my team is really bad. He Sunday was such a stressful day. Like that game, the Chiefs game was fucking awful. And then all my fantasy teams were, I was looking to go one and five before Jameer Gibbs saved me. And there are two guys that I was just screaming at my computer. Uh, Kyle Pitts, as per usual, my, my weekly tradition of getting furious at Kyle Pitts. And then George Pickens. George Pickens didn't do shit for the entire game. <laughs> and his stat line ended up one catch, 22 yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I was like, all right, I guess he got me a touchdown. What did that, that get you, 10 points? Eight. Yeah. I mean, I took Pickens in the middle of the sixth round. Two picks later, someone took DeAndre Hopkins, who I would have loved to have had this week. He went, no oh, kidding. how about Will Levis? Will huh? Levis, yeah. Mr. Mayonnaise. Talk about the mayo, man. <laughs> mayo in his coffee. Beyonce got hot sauce in her bag, swag. Will Levis got mayo in his coffee. All right, I think we should coffee? issue a challenge. If if. If Mayo, we're on Zoom again next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. if May if if Mayo Will Levis has another big game, we all have to have a cup of coffee on the Zoom with <laughs> a squirt to. of Mayo. We have to. Here's what's crazy about that: I don't even drink coffee, <laughs> so let alone coffee with mayonnaise in it. Yeah, I'll send a you double, a. a We'll have HeadGum send you a new Keurig yeah, and yeah, some decaf pod. <laughs> they should probably send us all a Keurig. Actually, Kevin, can we get them to send us all new Keurigs? And can Please? I get one of those ones where I can put it on like a timer in the morning? Kevin. Yes. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Kevin what, does said co- yes. what, does co- what does coffee make you feel like? Uh, you, mean, drink, you drink it before you go to work in the morning? Yeah, I drink it a lot. Yeah. I, uh, it, 
I've recently, like within the last few weeks, become a big, big time coffee drinker. Um, Whoa. Uh, more so that I, I usually just. Welcome, comrade. Uh, thank you. I, I used to have it just like in the morning, just kind of start my day, which was a COVID thing. So I was like, oh, you know, it'll be like a nice kind of, I, I romanticized the idea of having like a cup of coffee to start the day. And, uh, and then I'm on my way. And then now in the past few weeks, I just like, oh, you know what? Like I'm way more on top of all my shit when I drink coffee. And it took me a, a little getting used to the, the jitteriness, but man, now I am way on board. Now you're addicted to it. Another no, addiction. Addicted. Yeah. First, it was fentanyl for you, and now it's coffee. <laughs> First, you it's started still- with fentanyl, which yeah, was crazy. Yeah. And then I needed, I needed a little something to help pick me up. So now I've, I'm do- dosing my uh, fentanyl with my coffee. That's why I tell my kids not to take fentanyl because I feel like it's a gateway to coffee. But my number one addiction, still women. <laughs> <laughs> women, 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 women. <laughs> If you'd like to watch the video recording of this episode and check out some bonus shows with the guys, go to patreon.com slash the flagrant ones. Guys, football season is over. That means playoffs, Super Bowl parties. I don't know about you guys, but I ate like a maniac. And so I'm needing something healthy. I need to eat better. Thank gosh. (laughs) thank him i need to eat better thank goodness for factor factors delicious ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy uh whatever tomorrow wherever tomorrow takes you be ready with pre-prepared chef crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door you'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from including keto calorie smart vegan and veggie and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55, 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. And these aren't just uh, these aren't just meal kits that are going to take you forever. They've got two-minute meals, so you can. They don't up. take four hours. They don't take four hours. They're not using up your whole kitchen. They've got two-minute meals where you can fuel up fast with factors or restaurant-quality meals. That are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. They're not just handling lunch and dinner. They're handling everything in between. So head to factormeals.com slash foosballs50 and use code foosballs50 to get 50% off. That's code foosballs50 at factormeals.com slash foosballs50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speaking of drug addiction, which can often cause people to lose a lot of money, this is the worst segue ever. (laughs) Speaking of not losing a lot of money, can we talk about something? The Carlay hit. The Carlay hit, baby. Collect your bread, kings. Collect your bread, kings and queens. Whoever took the Carlay, you should have, everybody should have took it. I was going to do a manual sound drop at this point, but I don't think I can because my phone is recording my audio. But I had queued up 
that song Money by Little Richard and Quincy Jones, and it was queued up right to the chorus. So just picture that now, you guys. <laughs> Kevin, we got to get a soundboard when we're back in the studio uh, so we can play uh We got some drops. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we got a lot of drops that we need it's to It's soundboard or Keurig. We have to pick. Well, I don't mm. drink coffee, so I want a soundboard. <laughs> okay. Well, hear me out. Right. What if we got a Keurig and we just got Little Richard in person? He died. Uh, oh, he just died. Um, I want a soundboard full of Coke Zero. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. I like Coke Zero. That's, that works for me. Uh, we got, you know, we the Carlay hit. What, what, do you have a, do we have a list? Do we have the? I think I remember off the top of my head. Look, the individual bets didn't have a great week. I think they went one and four because they were one and three. And then the Browns game went, Brown Seahawks went just over. Yeah. Um, so I, it was one, I chose spreads in those, right? You bet the Steelers. The Steelers fucked you. Um, um, but the Carlay hit. That's the headline here. I, we, we, I actually want to read an update. We got another great update from Charles Bill, our listener. Oh, yeah. Um, who's sent an email with the subject line Carlay, which was spelled C-A-R-L-E with an accent. Um, he said, dear foosballs, due to the successful Carlay, my life has been transformed. My bank account now has a comma, and I was able to tell my Panera manager where to put his soup and half sandwich combo. He doesn't say, but I'm, I'm assuming it's they, up, they, yeah. Yeah, up his ass yeah. and around the corner. Uh, <laughs> uh, additionally, my precocious son, Dominic, was able to escape the, mon- the mobster's sub shop basement and take enough mortadella with him to feed us for a month. <laughs> they came to my house demanding I become their new odds maker because they've never seen locks like these before. <laughs> I trust Carl will keep me at the top of the betting game and these people will not break my ankles and send me back to the old country. Unclear which old country that is. Thanks for the cast, Charles. So we're glad to hear it, Charles. Charles, quit, man. No, no, Charles. <laughs> Keep doubling down. So Keep going, because we're doing another Carlay this week. Yeah. The Carlays don't stop now, but we do. I do only have to pick. I, I can pick, because my Carlay hit, I can pick less, uh, less bets this week. That's right. Eventually, yeah. The idea is, oh, the Rangers are beating up on the Diamondbacks. Oh, nice. no. I wondered if our... If we would be good luck for the Diamondbacks again, like we were last week, but it's such a bummer that Dolis got Garcia got knocked out of that series. He was on one of the all-time playoff pot streaks. It was awesome, but it looks like they're still going to win. Huh? They'll be up three-one then if they win this, right? Up three-one, yeah. What if they blow the three-one lead? They're daunting. Been done. Three. It's been done. It's been done. So let's go scores. I'm trying to get my – what are the spreads that we got All here? All right, Thursday yeah, night, up now. T- Titans at Steelers. Steelers are favored by two and a half. Yeah, I got minus three on mine. Okay. But I think I'm going to ride that Will Levis train. I want coffee with mayonnaise in it. I'm going Titans. All right, yeah, Pickett is going to play, I hear now, but he's banged up. Minka is out. Uh, the Titans looked good last week. Uh, I think that much. So you're taking Titans plus the points or you're taking money line? Titans money line. Let's go Titans okay. money line. So that's an individual bet or is that part of the Carlet? This is part of the Carlet. Oh, this this Carlet is already going to pay off big because you're taking an underdog money line. So, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, we got Bear Saints. New Orleans minus seven and a half. I use I normally don't bet on my team, but I think we can beat the fucking Bears. Okay. But That's skip the money line. Skip it, skip it. I don't want to oh, bet on my it. team. Okay. No. <laughs> it's always dangerous. Uh, Dolphins Chiefs. Chiefs been looking weird. They're due for a comeback. This is a big game, though. Uh, in Germany. In Germany. What's it? What's the spread? Minus, Kansas City minus two and a half. Over under 50. Ooh. Let's go Dolphins Chiefs over 50 points. Yeah. Yeah. As part That's of the parlay. That's part of the parlay. And then we got Falcons Vikings with a new quarterback. Atlanta minus five and a half. Uh, let's take it. Falcons minus five and a half. Is that going like to be that. who's taking over for the Falcons? For the oh Heineke. So wait, Heineke Taylor Heineke versus Heineke versus Dobbs. Yeah, is that what it is? Are you oh think no, Dobbs will start Viking, right Viking, away? Vikings money line. Yeah. Who hey, they, my, I mean, it's, it's it's Jaron Hall who I, I think they didn't let him throw a pass. Um, I mean, didn't I mean, Baker Mayfield got Baker, thrown? That's in. what I was to say. Yeah. yeah, Baker so, got like traded on a Tuesday and uh, started Thursday night. I think that's going to be a rough game. Actually, skip that one. That one's we don't know what the fuck is happening in that game. <laughs> All right, taking that one out. Taking, taking that, one, that out. one out. Oh, Browns Cardinals. Uh, Browns Cardinals. Cleveland minus eight. Over under thirty seven and a half. Let's go. Uh, let's let's take Cleveland money line. Yeah, uh, who's starting at the at quarterback for the Cardinals now? I don't know. I have no clue. I mean, they say Kyler is close to being back, but it doesn't sound like it would be this week. Not this week, no. No. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Browns money line on that one. All right. So that's part of the Carlay. Yeah, those three are the Carlay. All right. I'm gonna try and you keep going. I'm gonna try and figure out what the odds on that Carlay are gonna be. I think that's gonna pay off pretty nice. Okay. All right. We got a. Uh, some other games here to do some individual Man, bets these are some on. tough games. Some very Pick. tough games this week. Damn. Rams-Packers. Like, what the fuck? What do you do there? Golly. Uh, is Green Bay minus three? I say, uh, I think the Rams can do that one. I'm going to say take Rams plus three in that one. I mean, I, I, but I th- it's not looking like Stafford's going to play. Oh, he's not? Where are you seeing injuries at? Why am I not seeing any injuries on mine? He he left the game, and I think the thought was that I mean it's kind of up in the air. Like maybe he'll be at best a game time decision, but it sounds pretty likely that he'll be out this week. Maybe back the following week. Um, All right, scratch that game. We'll move yeah. on from that game. We'll move on from that game. We'll go Commanders Patriots. Commanders wow. looked pretty good against the Eagles last week. Is Sam How Sam Howell is playing? Bijan. Uh, uh, that's not Bijan Robinson. Who is that? Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson. Yeah, he's good. It's New England minus three and a half. I'm going to say take Commanders plus three and a half. No, no, no. Take Commanders money line. Underdog money line. Take Commanders money line. I like that. Cool. Take, yeah, take take the Commanders money line over the Patriots. Does losing their two edge guys give you any pause? No, because one of the edge guys wasn't playing. Yeah. And Patriots, Mac Jones sucks. Yeah. They still got their two stud interior dudes. Yeah. Seahawks, Ravens. This is a tough one. Ooh, man. 
This is a tough one. Seahawks. Two hot teams right now. Two hot teams. Baltimore minus five and a half. Uh, Individual bet. Damn. What do you think, Brian? Brian. Brian Hmm. Robinson Jr. What do you think, Brian Robinson Jr.? Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Mr. Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, Uh, What do you think, Ryan? Man, I think I go Ravens. Ravens Ravens, uh, with the points? I do Ravens uh, money lineups. I think it'll be pretty close. It's it's in Seattle. That's the scary part. Um, And the Seahawks did just get like, do make a low key, pretty great trade. They got Leonard Williams, uh, the defensive tackle from the Giants. He'll definitely help them. Is it in Seattle? I think that's what I'm seeing here. It is Seahawks away. Ravens home. It's in Baltimore. Yeah, it's oh, okay. A, it's okay. a morning game. That's why I thought it might not be in Seattle. But. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm feeling Baltimore. I'm feeling Baltimore money line. Y- yeah, let's go Baltimore money line. We got to do some spreads, though. And the spread that I'm going to take, Buccaneers, Texans, Houston minus two and a half. I don't know about that. Because the Bucs are not – the Bucs are bad, but they ain't terrible. They were bad last week against a good team. So you like Houston, Bucks plus Houston two beat and a half? Yeah. You know what? Yeah, let's go Bucks plus two and a half. I like it. All right. I like I it. I like it. Let's go Bucks so, plus two and a half. And then Colts Panthers. Panthers just got their first win. Uh they are the home team, but it's Indiana feeling, minus two and a half. I take Indiana minus two and a half in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Panthers probably feeling themselves too much. Yeah. So, in that first win. To get you guys excited, the Carlay, which to recap is Tennessee money line, Cleveland money line, and the Chiefs Dolphins game over 50 and a half, pays off at plus 434. Meaning if you bet $100 on it and it hits, you win $434. Yeah. That's going to be a bigger payday than the Carlay was last week, I'm sure. Take it. We got two. Kind of blockbuster games, really. I mean, three, but the first one is at 6.30 in the morning, so it doesn't really count. Um, we got what Eagles-Cowboys they- and Bengals-Bills Sunday night football. Yeah, that's a this is a big week. You yeah. know? And, like, I think some of these other games are going to be, like, I do think Baltimore-Seattle should be a good game. There's a couple awesome. of good ones in there. Awesome. Great, great game for that 10 o'clock window. We got Giants Raiders. Raiders at home. Giants. Oh, Giants are man. trash. Uh, Raiders are also trash. You know what? I'm you taking. Get, the, I'm gonna take the underdog in that one and say Raiders plus two and a half. I mean, uh, Giants plus two and a half. Did we even talk about how? Didn't the Giants have like negative eight passing yards in an entire yeah. game this yeah, week? Yeah, because they, they have, only lost in overtime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who was it? And, and it was Tommy, Tommy DeVito. DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito over here. <laughs> oh. Do I? Actually, don't take that game because who the fuck is throwing for them? I mean, if you have to watch that game, you got to have money on it just to make it. Yeah. Just to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you might want to bet your son on his life on that. Let's one. do an over under. Let's do an over under on that game instead okay. of a spread. 37 it's, it's and a half. 37 and a half. Let's go under. Under. All right. Under 37 and a half. I think that the final score of that game will be 21 to three. Great. We've got that's eight picks total again. So. You gave him more than you had to, Carl. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. Let's let's end it there. Because these next two games are tough. Next three games. 
Yeah, what are you guys thinking about these two games, though? The Eagles Cowboys and Eagles Vegas Cowboys. Bills? I can't wait for Eagles Cowboys. Um, Eagles are at home. I think they got a. I think they got a real shot. I think Cowboys I think it's have be, some momentum. They they, they do look, got a little momentum. We didn't really they, talk about that. They smacked the shit out of the Rams. But the Rams are the Rams, though. True. Yeah. They got great receivers, but they are they're the Rams. They've and been then we got good. B- Bills Bengals. Bills Bengals is gonna be fun. I think I think I'm I think Joe Joe Shiesty is back. He's back. If I if I had to give an extra pick, I'm I'm taking Cincinnati minus two and a half in that game. Yeah. Um, um You don't have to, you don't have to play that one. Doesn't count against us. Doesn't count against us. But we get all the credit. Yeah. Yeah. If you do it. it so it that's works. this is what we're gonna call a bonus Carl's lock. And the way a bonus Carl's lock works is if it hits, he gets credit. And if it misses, you he don't didn't actually shit. say yeah, it. Yeah. 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 I didn't say it. hold that against I didn't it. say a goddamn thing. I'm <laughs> trying uh, to win y'all money out of here. <laughs> trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> is that you fucking thanks I get? This is a dog shit. Unreal. I think the Bengals might be so every week there's a new best team, and I think we just have to like accept that there's not a team this year that's just fucking awesome, uh, a powerhouse, and just you got to kind of roll with who's hot right now. But man, the Bengals do seem like they're putting it together and are becoming the team that we anticipated them being, which is kind of similar to what they did last year, right? Because they. Mm-hmm. Started last year pretty shitty too, right? Like one and three or something. Yeah, I mean, there's the classic. I will plug this, but the classic Will Senate TikTok <laughs> from last year about the Princess Diana one that just devolves into complaining about the Bengals, and that oh, came yeah. at that like weird point where they were one and three, and then of course they wind up being pretty good again. But this year, was was it just Burrow's injury? Was it just that simple? Like. He could barely play those first few weeks, and they sucked. And now he's healthy, and they're a top team. Is it just that? It's looking like it. I think so. I think there's maybe kind of getting some um, the offensive line getting familiar with them with each other because there's some new Sexually, pieces there. Yeah, yeah. They've been really yeah. exploring each they, other's they needed, bodies. They needed to really experiment sexually. I've been going around to. All the teams, college teams and pro teams, to have a talk with their facilities managers about having a separate shower for the O line to to yeah. explore so each they, other's bodies, so then. they can truly gel. Yeah, <laughs> how are you supposed to gel? And I if am selling the- patented Greg Galan offensive line shower gel for people <laughs> um, to act as lubricant, lubricant, as, but it, yeah, as body wash. As body wash and as as a team, it's a team building loop, which is which is what you need. It's an incredible formula that every team mm-hmm. can have. It's not just Old Spice body wash with a new label on it that I didn't put that much with work KY, into. With some KY, with some KY dumped in there. Oh, and it's just because great to the price tag, KY. and just because the price tag is exorbitant. Yeah. <laughs> But the original price tag is still on there, and it's way less than the price tag I'm giving you. <laughs> That's an Shut artistic up. choice. That's an artistic choice. It's like yeah. a throwback to the past when things were cheap and O-lines stayed away from each other in a sexual nature. All the marketing has been done by Mr. Brainwash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we should we all get AI renderings of ourselves when we're on Zoom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm giving my picks. Is like you can tell I'm here. I'm just like like this, 
and my my mouth never fully closed. I'm like, yes, that's right, y'all. I got uh, a, a carlay coming right this direction. Your hands are just wrong. <laughs> Your yeah. hands are just wrong. You're just like one really long pinky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Well, let's watch some football this week. What do you say, folks? Let's huh? do it. Let's do it. We're halfway let's have a good season. Time. Yep. We're halfway through. We're at the halfway mark. Next time we come in, let's 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 uh check out where our rankings are. And if uh, if if Will Levis throws another three touchdowns, I'll I'll at least drink mayo coffee, and that's a promise. I will bring a sandwich in from Jersey Mike's with extra mayo. And then you know what? You you know what? I'll have coffee with mayo in it, and you have uh, sandwich a sandwich with coffee. Sandwich with yeah. with half and half, half and half sugar. And half. <laughs> yeah, I'll do a, a French dip, a Philippe's yeah. French dip with yeah. coffee as opposed oh, to all Philippe's. Can we get a Philippe sponsorship, Kevin? Please. This episode of Foosball is brought to you by Philippe's. Do you like the French dip? <laughs> and a lemonade? The original? Ooh. <laughs> You're about to go to a Dodger game, and you'd rather have a meal 10 times better than anything they offer for $4.75? <laughs> Philippe's. Philippe's. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week right here on Foosballs. See you guys. Love you. Love you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.